What's up, everybody? Welcome to my morning drive here. You're in the car with me as I am commuting to work this morning. It is Tuesday morning. It is February the 19th today. And last night, Benfica were victorious on the road up north, beating the Sportivo das Aves 3 0. Um, just going to give you a quick take of what I saw yesterday, um, what I'm going to be looking for when I watch the game again. And I'm just gonna just gonna go over a few quick bullets that I noticed and um, what I'm taking away from this match. As we look forward now to the second leg of the Europa League round of 32 with Galatasaray coming up on Thursday. Um, goals came from Seferovic once again, 14 goals now on the season, joint leader, uh, joint top goal scorer in the Liga Nage. Another goal from Rafa. And who ended up being named the man of the match. And another goal from Ferru. Ferru is maybe the the hot take, the hot topic of the match. At both ends of the field, both good and bad. I'm sure we're going to get into depth. Um, we're going to get in-depth regarding Ferru uh, later on this week. When I drop episode 2 of the Mr. Befica podcast. I'll be recording that Friday night. And you can find it where you find podcasts on early Saturday morning. Great news in regards to distribution. Just uh, in the last couple days, we have been picked up by Stitcher and by iTunes. So Mr. Befica is now available on Stitcher and iTunes in addition to all the platforms we were available on before. So that's exciting news for me. Um, I'm excited to continue to create this content for everyone. Um, Yesterday was um, a solid Befica performance. It wasn't it wasn't by any means a lights-out performance, but it was very solid. It was the necessary three points that were mandatory absolute, at this point. Got to continue to get three points in each match leading into um, next week's home game with Chaves and then the following Sunday at the Dragão, where uh, hopefully after these two matches we can be looking up with Befica in first place in the Liga Nage. Uh, Right now, Benfica closed the gap back to one point with last night's victory. Uh, a good game for everybody overall. Again, not not a spectacular game, but um, anytime you you go on the road and you leave with a three nil result, it's a, it's positive. And the team stuck with the four four two that that double double pivot, the the double center mid there of Samadij and Gabriel protecting the back line again. Uh, clean sheet is always important. Um, one thing that, if there's one thing that's really been concerning me about Benfica of late, it's been the amount of goals given up. So I'm very happy to see a clean sheet yesterday. We needed that. Um, we're gonna have a few guys missing the next game at Shavs. We'll talk about that later this week. Uh, I have some ideas of I, what I think Bruno Lage might do. Uh, we're gonna see a few. A few new, uh, we're going to see at least a new right back because Andre Almeida picked up his fifth yellow card. Looked like he did it on purpose to ensure that he is available for the Porto match. Um, and again, like I said, we're getting ready for the second leg of the UEFA Europa League round of 32. I'm hoping Bruno Lage puts the kids out there again, win or lose. I would run with them at this stage of the competition. There's a lot. We got a lot of games. We got heavy, heavy fixture congestion right now. Playing every Monday and Wednesday, every Monday and Thursday, and uh, 
from a fan perspective, it's it's not so much fun because uh, I prefer games on the weekends, but we're going to be playing during the week for a bit, and then, like I said, uh, Sunday, March the 3rd right now is the date for the the away fixture at the Stadio do Dragão against Football Club do Porto when uh, first take on second. Hopefully we can overcome them and go into first place, but we got a lot of work still to do, and the coach has said that. It's, it's obvious that every game is different, and I do like the way the team has changed when needed each game, and they've evolved, and they have to continue to keep reinventing themselves. That's how they're going to continue to get results, because if they start to just do the same thing every game, teams are going to start to adjust, and it's going to become harder, but... Uh, very interested to see what what we get on Thursday. Uh, we saw a few more minutes from Jonas yesterday. He looks like he's uh, in his recovery and making his way back. I sure hope Seferovic continues to be the starting forward. I don't want to see a change made there. He is scoring goals. He scored, I think, every game now that Bruno Lage has put him on the field in the league. He has scored... Um, I want to see him continue to start. I prefer at this stage to see Jonas come off the bench. I don't want to see him start a game because I don't believe he's got he's got 90 minutes in him and then you're guaranteeing that you're going to have to use a substitution on him. I'd rather bring him in late if needed. Um, I also want to keep him healthy in the event something happens to Sefetovic going forward. He's the, we've only got one spare forward right now you know we got three forwards and we play with two so I would hate um to to put Jonas in unnecessary risk at this point on his way back I'd rather get a less informed Jonas when he's needed than to force the issue and and have an, an injured Jonas again um uh red card as we said for Fehu yesterday so Bruno Lage will have to make a decision about the center back pairing in the next match at Shabsh. Um, I've got some thoughts on what I think it's going to be. Tune in this weekend, and I'll, I will, I will touch on that for sure. Uh, just finished actually listening in full to episode one. Thank you to everyone that that uh, that got through that whole episode. Um, uh, I feel I should have been subbed off around the forty-five minute mark. Uh, and I went a little long, and that should serve as a lesson. But um, we'll we'll have a better show this weekend. I don't doubt it. Um, I do appreciate all the support I have received the past three four days. It's been unbelievable. I never imagined to be sitting here on a Tuesday morning after after publishing the episode late Friday night, early Saturday morning, with forty eight plays at this point. Um, I did not expect that, so I am blown away. Thank you, everybody, that has taken the time to listen to it. I Thank you to everybody who's taken the time to give me some feedback. I've had some real great feedback. I will talk about that as well this week. I will uh, shout out some of my some of the people who have made some real good suggestions and some good feedback. I will name drop some of our listeners and uh, stay tuned to see, to see who uh, I'm talking about. I've gotten some good advice as well also spoken or messaged some other podcasters out there so it's there's been a good exchange of information going on really excited to get this project going and uh no doubt to the the absolute uh fandom that 
Benfiquistas have. We are a different breed. There's a different element to our fandom, and that was made evident to me just in the in the um, sharing of this pod, this first episode of this podcast. Uh, Benfiquistas just want more. We want more, especially right now. Things are flying. The team is playing well. Everybody wants to talk about this team right now, and why wouldn't you? They're playing some great football. They are working and they're a team that finally they have an idea of what they want to do on the field for the majority of this season before January before the coaching change there was a a lack of an identity there was no identity there was a team that was on the field players that weren't either weren't sure what they were supposed to do or weren't sure what they were allowed to do I think there was some restrictive coaching going on before I think that's why now you're seeing players play a lot more freely they have more freedom, and um, they're also working very hard. This team is working very hard. Clearly, they train hard because they could not play at this at this at this rhythm, at this tempo that they've been playing at if they weren't training hard. So, I really, really enjoy what I'm seeing. Um, João Felix continues to do show some intelligence way beyond his years on the field, even on a game where he was less spectacular, he's just, he still does simple things very, very well, and he's very intelligent, has great vision, and uh, I'm loving the evolution of, of Rafa, I mean, uh, like I said, he was the man of the match yesterday, and I it just, I have a sense of finally when I see this, I mean, when we picked him up a couple seasons ago, when, when Rafa was brought in purchased from from Sporting Braga. This was what I was hoping for. It took some time to get him to this level. He had to wait his opportunity. Um, He's now in a system I think that is made perfectly for his game. He's the perfect um, outside wing slash outside midfielder in a 4-4-2. He's got speed. He, He gets back defensively. He, he helps the team transition from defense to offense because he gets back and he carries the ball forward to get us out of danger sometimes. PZ is also showing he's a much better player on the outside of the midfield as opposed to dead center. Um, he is, while he's lining up as a right midfielder, he's, he finds his way into the middle plenty. And he does leave plenty of overlapping space for Andre Almeida. And he's showing more of the level of player he truly is. As opposed to when we were asking him to be the box-to-box number 8 player. He uh, doesn't have the lungs for that. He's he's really not built to, to play that position. This is more, you know, the PZ that, that we uh, that we hope for. The one we got to see a few, a few seasons back when, um, when JJ first launched him and moved him outside when um, Renato Sanchez broke into the first team. All right, that so it's great to see that. Again, Seferovic was almost out of this team in the preseason. In fact, he was given as a certainty to leave. It didn't happen. Fortunately for us, it didn't happen because he is he's now he is the top scorer in the league because he has fewer minutes played than Diego Souza and Baz Dost. He also is the only one of the three with 14 goals to have all 14 goals from open play. Um, so I'm just excited to see where this team's going to go next. Like I said, we got some adjustments that will have to be made. 
in the next game at Shavj. Also, again, very interested to see what's coming up Thursday against Galatasaray. Drop me a message on, uh, I've got a Facebook page up now, Mr. Benfica on Facebook, two words, Mr. Benfica, just search it, find it, drop me a message, drop me your questions, I'll, I'll uh, hit on them on the air on Friday night when I record the podcast. Also find me on Instagram, at Mr. Benfica, one word, M-I-S-T-E-R-B-E-N-F-I-C-A. That's it for right now, everyone. Um, just wanted to give you a quick reaction, I'm excited, I like what I see. And I'm looking forward to the next match. Each game that ends, I just can't wait for the next one. And that that's when you really know a team is playing well, when you just can't wait for that next match. So I'll catch you guys this weekend. Thank you for dropping in. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Go Benfica. Damo 37.